Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, that was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar, everybody, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop's studio headquarters here in Londonderry, New Hampshire. I'm Pastor Padron. I'm here with my co-hosts, Nick Oteen. He was going to say Nick and Nasty. Confused. Yep. He was going to say uh, it. We've got a show for you tonight. We are smoking Hopefully. this. This uh, just arrived at stores in the last week or so. It's uh, a cigar. Red Anchor. And it's brown. Gunner. Good observation. The gunner. Dave. The Gunner. The Gunner. Yes. Gunner. Most cigars are brown. I'm glad you... Know that it's very small. It's a skinny cigar. It's not yeah, a Lanzo. It's a forty-three ring gauge. It's not a Lanzo, 43, but forty-three oh. ring gauge. It's a long still, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long still. I would say six and a half by forty-three. Uh, it's got an Ecuadorian Habano uh, wrapper and uh, Dominican uh, from uh, Monte Planta. Okay, say binder. that. Say that ten times and, fast. Uh, Dominican and Pennsylvanian fillers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so it should have some flavor. It should have some flavor. flavor it should have flavor. some zip. And um, this is a cigar that uh, has a long history. Last year, it celebrated its 250th year since it was wow. brought about. Uh, it was originally a cheap Dutch tinned cigar. Really? Yep. And, um, Not anymore. You're yep. gonna pay for this guy. It started back in 1770. That's 10 years older than my house. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And wow. uh, not by much. <laughs> not by much. But um, uh, after, you know, by the time the 1920s rolled around, um, things were getting tough with taxes and everything. And in March 1937, the brand went defunct. And United Cigars uh, brought it back. And interestingly enough, connected it with a uh, Dutch family that uh, migrated to the Dominican Republic and still lives there and farms their tobacco and has their own factory. And so this is uh, produced in uh, Hendrik Kellner Jr.'s boutique factory uh, in the Dominican Republic. Does he make any other cigars? That name sounds familiar. I believe he does. But he wanted to do this in a over-the-top fashion, mm-hmm. and so what we have here is a high-end. This uh, cigar, the Gunner, goes for $20 uh, at MSRP. The Robusto is also 20 and the Captain, which is a Toro, yes. uh, is 25 Yes. What about the Admiral? Oh, the Admiral is a 660 and the, and the Commodore. No, it's a 656 Okay. And the Commodore is a uh, seven by. Is that the Churchill? Fifty. Something. Well, we I got it right here. Do you? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Where? 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 Okay. Well. Anyways. Uh, moving on. While Dave tries to find that. Yeah. Uh, what are we pairing with this, Nick? We are pairing Yellowstone single malt. So, Yellowstone is really kind of known for their whiskeys and. Their whiskeys are really great. Um, but this one I wanted to do uh, the single malt, I think. I've had this cigar before, and it was kind of a medium body, really interesting flavors. I didn't have this size. I had the the Robusto, and it was it was some really interesting flavors there. So I was like, all right, well, we got to have something, but not too over the top. Bourbon was kind of our first, you know what I mean, our first choice in the matter. But I was like, uh, the bourbon, probably maybe a little bit too strong. And I've had this Yellowstone single malt at other tastings, not mm-hmm. here. I know we just had the tasting uh, yep, a couple of Tuesdays week. ago. Yep. Um, and from my understanding, it went really well. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. But 
I already had this and I thought it was amazing. I mean, for this bottle, you can go to uh, the liquor store and any New Hampshire liquor store and grab it. It's readily available and it's wonderful. So I was like, we need to have this. I think this will go really well. So the Yellowstone single malt, it's made by, drum roll please. Uh, Do we have drum roll? Oh, drum roll, all right. It's going to be limestone, limestone branch distillery in Kentucky, Lebanon, Kentucky. And it says, like any other member of our family, hey, Sean, how are you? Uh, Yellowstone American <laughs> single malt whiskey <laughs> stems from previously established roots. Nearly everything we've perfected across seven generations of distilling presents itself in this bottle. Much like the park for which it is named, this whiskey is uniquely American icon, one worthy of revisit. So it's 101 proof, 54 alcohol by volume. Tasting notes on it are going to be cereal malt and honey with a hint of peach blossom. The body is going to be sweet, medium body with notes of honey, pear, stone fruit, which is going to be great for the pipe tobacco, and dates. Um, The finish is going to be notes of oak with hints of cinnamon and English walnuts. Uh, I didn't know the English had their own walnuts. So that's kind of the drink. I mean, if we can taste any of that stuff, that would be great. (laughs) I don't know. But I hope to get something out of it. As far as the cigars, there are two other Vitolas. Yes. The Cooper. Which is four and a half by forty three, mm-hmm. and the Commodore, which is seven by fifty five. So Churchill, technically, mm-hmm. awesome. So Danny, right out of the gate, man, what do you what do you think right out of the gate? I mean, for me, first first initial cold draw, first initial smell, the feel, the look. I mean. It's pretty, you know, pretty good. I mean, I got like a centimeter in, and I mean, the burn line is really on point, mm-hmm. r- lit really well. The draw was, was, you know, up to par. I mean, is exactly what kind of draw that I'm looking for out of a Longsdale. A lot of times when you're going to a smaller ring gauge, in my opinion, and the ones that I've experienced in Lanceros and Longsdales and stuff like that, you kind of get a tough draw because of the 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 tobacco is tightly packed. But this one is actually doing pretty damn good what do you think yeah the, the draw is good mm-hmm. uh my burn is is a little bit funny right now but it looks like it's correcting itself i don't mm-hmm. really hold that against the cigar it's a man-made you know product yeah you know it's there's going to be little imperfections I, i'm not anal about having my you know unlike kaz who needs to be correcting his cigar every few seconds with his lighter that happens i just want to i just want to <laughs> let it go and see what and see what happens mm-hmm. yeah i get a lot of um cedar leather mm. wood from the cigar there's a some sweetness there it's got a little bit of a mustiness yes to it mm-hmm. um and you know with the whiskey it brings out those woody cedary notes and the and the sweetness of the wood yeah um we haven't had the pairing yet. you yeah, should try it's, it it's very nice I, it it does have a bit of a bite to it the, the cigar or the whiskey the, the whiskey yeah now if you let that if you so if you let that kind of whiskey burn you know sit for a minute on your tongue you get a lot of those flavors that they were talking about yes. to me especially that honey sweetness yep and that honey sweetness really complements the cigar. Mm. If you, if you, you know, so this is something where you sip it and you really kind of enjoy the flavors after one or two seconds, and then it kind of hangs. He has a long and finish. That's, and that's where you want to uh, take a puff of your cigar and see how it goes with the with the whiskey. Mm. So I'm actually I'm actually really enjoying it. There's some. Um, uh, spice in the retro too, mm-hmm. uh, from that Pennsylvania uh, tobacco. Yeah, I'm guessing. And um, so so far so good. I'm I'm enjoying the cigar. Yeah, yeah. It's got some. I get some nice mild spice in the retro hail. It is very creamy, and it's like this really smooth, delicate cedar mm-hmm. with some spice to it, with maybe some earth. That's what I get from it. I haven't had the pairing yet because I just wanted to yeah, sure. appreciate stay, the cigar. Appreciate 
mm-hmm. before I destroy my palate with this. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm not think, destroying my palate. But, I, look, you know, I don't think it's gonna. Palate. I mean, and change your palate yeah. is legit. Yes, drinking that. Oh, it's a nice nose. It is. It's got a really nice nose. It's a very sweet. Yeah. That's the honey and the yeah. and the cherry it's blossoms. Like, is it, did I say cherry blossoms you in there? Did say cherry blossoms. Cherry peach blossoms. blossoms. Well, the thing, peach I'm blossoms. sure that there are people who you know. Yeah, that's cherry blossom. I get yeah. that. But what I want to know is, how do they know what a cherry blossom tastes like? Isn't it just it a flower? Like, it's like probably what it smells, smells like. You know, so it's it like smells like you know. Taste. Well, that would be in the nose. Yeah. You know. Huge. You know. I don't and, know. And it's nose, got a nose. very pretty f- flowery. Kind yeah, floral a, note floral there. Floral note there to the nose. Mm. It's very, very nice. Uh, and I mean, it's just as good as the as the whiskey itself. Yeah. Just giving it the. And it's a single malt. It's I mean, it's not like a straight whiskey. These guys are making American single malts. Mm-hmm. And there's a few other companies, um, American-made companies, that are are dipping their feet into the the single malt barrel, the single malt you know alcohol mm-hmm. game i mean the scotch been scott's been doing it for god knows how long mm-hmm. and they've been doing it for a very long time and they're very good at it oh yeah so very sweet yeah but Doesn't it bring out the sweetness yes, in the cigar yeah but these guys i mean when you drink it you don't even think if you close your eyes i, I mean if you gave this to somebody that loves scotch and you said here just drink this I'm i think to dip my tip in don't dip don't, your tip in there. Don't dip your tip. Don't dip don't, your tip. Don't ever say tip. that on air again. Don't. Don't dip your tip in there. Just a tip. Just, just a, a tip. tip. No. I said don't say that on air. No, he just said just a tip. I'm not dipping his tip. But anyways. There we go again. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you give this to somebody that, that's a scotch drinker, and I mean, they'll, I think, personally, they'll be like, okay, well, this is a pretty good scotch. It's not a Glenfiddich 21 or a Macallan 20 or whatever. But, I mean... For them, for a whiskey company that start making single malt, I think this is this is no, a pretty is damn really good, good drink. It's, it's a very very good whiskey, and it's 108 proof. Ooh. I mean, there is a little thing to that. Yeah, but say. it doesn't drink like 108. It does if you take a sip and do the Kurt thing, you know, where you chew it and mix it with your saliva. And you just mm. feel oh the wow, burn. that's a nice feel the burn. I don't I don't get the burn from there. But I mean, I just did. I get the flavors kind of flatten out a little bit more, and you can kind of get more of the flavor in there. And Danny's smoking his glasses, so I'm going to do the same. And we're going to have a jolly old time, aren't we, Danny? Yep. Uh, the cigar definitely produces a lot of smoke, too, which is nice. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. Let's see. There we go. Yeah. I think the cigar actually brings out some of those floral notes. Just roll it around. And uh, we'll call it the cherry blossom. The cherry blossom. It brings out the cherry blossom in the uh, bourbon there. I blossom. I will. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Oh, it's a totally different dynamic. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's really good. Yeah, the floral yeah, note is tornado. big. Didn't it bring out the floral note? Right at the end. Yeah. Right at the end. That's big. Mm-hmm. And That's like, look nice. At, I don't know if you saw the, the burn that was happening on the, on the cigar earlier. Yeah. It was really... It was a little wonky. It was a little wonky, and it's really correcting itself. Well, that's, so, the, that's the thing about cigars, and I, I see this all the time, and I see a lot of people doing this, and they're going, and they're, they're etching up their cigar, and they have their two lighters, they have the soft flame to start it, and then they have the single jet to kind of, you know, kind of touch it up and stuff like that, and I've, I've one, I used to do that. I used to do that a lot, and a friend of mine that I haven't seen in a while, he told me one important thing. You light it. Shut up. There's no need. No, there's no that too. He's, he told me that a bunch of times, but he's told me, don't don't touch it up. It'll re, it'll correct itself. You just let it be. Most and of the time, most it of does. the time it does. I mean, most if you have a really crazy canoe going on, yeah. I had like a little teardrop going down there, and I let it go, and now it's yeah. like a perfect line. Just let it go. If you guys learn, if anybody watching the show has learned anything. Let the cigar let be. It be. Let it be. Let it be. It'll let correct it itself. It's fire. The fire always wants to do something, and it'll correct <laughs> itself, man. Fire always wants to do something. It always wants Have to burn something. That? Burn. It always wants to burn something. So just let it be. Oh, and it'll gosh. it'll burn the tobacco the correct way. Oh, 
Well, we just had uh, an incredible event last week with uh, Husto Aroa. Husto. Husto. Uh, who came and actually cooked paella. That was a good dinner. Us. That was a great dinner and uh, did it right here on, on the premises mm. with a, can we call it a paella grill? I mean, that's basically it what is. it is. That's for. technically yeah. what it is. And uh, it, it was awesome watching that get cooked and basically this Did huge, it look like the picture? Huge, yes. Yeah, it did. Only it was bigger. It was huge. Wow. And it, it, it fed about 40 people. What? Yeah. yeah was, was that amazing. all seafood? It was. It uh, had seafood in it, but, I mean, it had mussels. It had shrimp, chicken, rice. Um, sausage. It had sausages. Wow. Uh, 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 chorizo. It had. Um, chorizo. Yes, it did. What's chorizo? Chorizo is chorizo. Like, like spicy sausage. Spicy yeah, sausage. that's what I meant by the sausage. Spicy sausage. Yeah. yeah. It had peppers in there. It had onions. Mm. And, I mean, oh. the way Edgar cooked it, I mean, holy Jesus. It Edgar was cooked and, to yeah. perfection. Edgar and Husto kind of, you kind of had to, it was good that they tag-teamed it. Yeah, they it did. sounds yes. like so you had bit. to because it was so huge. Yeah. yeah. Like Edgar, huge. Edgar was. Well, yeah, it was like a 30, 30, 30-inch. 30 yeah. 30, 40 inches. Edgar was pin. stirring it while Husto was chucking stuff into it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, it was, it was so great. good. I'm not that big of a seafood person. That's why I was kind of like, man. I know, but really look, I'm not, I'm not a seafood guy either. But I mean, with all the other ate, stuff in there, it sounds I, awesome. I mean, with everything that they put in there and cooking it low and slow for what? They did it for an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't taste any type of seafood in there. I mean, the mussels were great. Yep. The f- the shrimp was amazing. The chicken was just tender. Yeah, and the rice. Apart. Yeah. Apart, oh know. my god, oh, it was, it was so great, awesome. man. I'm gonna I wish have, I stopped by. I'm yeah. gonna have him come over to my house and cook food for me. Husto did a great talk about um, the authentic Corojo that they grow there yep. and how that really separates his company from everybody else. Yeah. And we kind of tasted a you know we smoked a cigar that uses the uh, Corojo 99 mm-hmm. hybrid. And ver- and smoked it alongside one of his. Yep. Uh, and again, not in, not in a way that was like bashing the one cigar, but to just let you see the difference in in the flavors that you get when you are using the the plant that is not hybridized with uh, uh, other tobacco plants. Mm. And it really does make a big difference, and something that sets them apart. Yes. And um, that was awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, so I can't even believe that September is right around the corner. I know what Summer Friday. Is Friday is September first. I can't yeah. even believe it. Oh, um, it's terrible. Um, so terrible. You know, for those listening, the episode will come out on the third, fourth, fourth, fourth. One, two, yep. three, fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, September ninth uh, is Pipe Club again, mm-hmm. and uh, that's going to be a fun time. Twelve to four at the Legendary Store. If you're into pipes or smoking pipes or want to learn about it or want to meet other people who are into it it's a great place to uh come for sure and the um, place to come it is the only we'll have place somewhere between a dozen and 20 people there mm-hmm. and um coming into september we're coming into pipe season oh yeah people people thought, come out of the woodwork but pipe season was every season baby pipe season is every season to me <laughs> every season is pipe season nah. there's no bad time to have a pipe no, Although I have to admit, you know, when it's colder and you got that warm pipe in your hand. I mean, that's when just... the snow is falling and you got your smoking jacket on mm-hmm. and you're standing or sitting in two feet of snow. Mm. Yep. Yeah, man. That's and, just, and it's snowing, big snowflakes. That's beautiful. With my fur-lined hey dudes. Yep. Yeah? Your what? I don't know your what he Your fur-lined hey dudes. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Hey I don't dudes. think anybody knows. Your fur-lined hey cowboy dudes. boots? Hey dudes. Educate us, please. Hey I don't, I'm what? Are you talking about shit? Uh, shit kickers? I don't watch TikTok, Dave. What no, is it's this? not TikTok. Man. It's freaking. So, hey dudes are uh, a very popular form of moccasin hmm. that are um, made by Crocs. Whoa! And they have they're they're like they have the same squishy comfort level is a $120 pair of Nikes, but they go anywhere from like 40 to 60 bucks. So not that good. So <laughs> no, they are. They are that good. That's the, that's why it's freaking awesome. It's like, you know, cause Crocs have, they're wicked comfortable, like them or hate them. They're still comfortable regardless of what your feeling is on the Crocs. I suppose. But aside from that, so uh, they make, 
they make winter ones too that are like fur-lined moccasins. But like, like these are hey dudes, but these are more sneakers. I see. You know, but they they make their payment. You know, the the shoes I always wear, Dan. Those are hey dudes. Why am I not surprised that David wears hey dudes on his feet? But it's like more than half of our customers wear hey dudes. Really? It's like I can wear. see Dave talking Hooks to or kids. Hooks at, hey yeah. dudes, where are my hey dudes? But I could see. Dave's I mean, the company that. started off in California, so there you go. There's the All name. Right. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, September 14th and 15th, we have Drew Estate doing events yep. at the stores, the 14th in Hooksit, the 15th in Londonderry, and there'll be all sorts of special things and special swag that's going to be available for those, and you'll have opportunity to um, get in on our monthly allocation of uh, Liga Pravada at the event. Uh, the swag I can't tell you about because I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. They have not made an announcement. I'm not even allowed to know what it is. It will be announced by Drew Estate at the end of the month. Oh, God. A worldwide announcement of the swag for the rest of the year will be made at the end of August. It's going to be, not to bash on Drew Estate, but it's going to be the Traveler. You get cigars. You get the cigar sleeve. All in a different color than it was last year. And again, I'm just speculating. Well, I don't know. We got the M81 guitar ashtray. That was pretty freaking awesome. That was, was it? I didn't see that one. I wasn't yeah. around um, last year yeah, for that. Yeah, we got a guitar ashtray that was, you know, because it was a Metallica cigar. Yes. So we had that. That was pretty yeah. awesome. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. It uh, it will be very different. It will be like a H99 ashtray this year, mm-hmm. probably. Uh, no. Danny was really slow on the uptake on that. Yeah, no, it's it's I <laughs> I I, I kind of know what it is, but I'm not allowed to say. Oh, so you do know what it is? I do know what it is. You would you sign a non-disclosure? Yeah, basically, yes. Basically, I was, I was I was made to promise Upon that I would not donating your say beer to anything. Yeah. Uh, Danny would. Nothing I mean, goes that far, Dave. I have. I don't I have, donate my beer to anybody. But I have me. pictures. <laughs> I have pictures of Danny without a beard and. So do I. I don't know if it's I ever want to weird. see that again. <laughs> well, it's funny. My kids say the same thing. Um, now, <laughs> September 16th um, is? is, you want to know what it is? I would love it's to. Fall, <laughs> it's Beer Fall Fest at 603 Brew. Whoa. And we're doing we're gonna, our show. We're going we're gonna to be there. <laughs> yeah, are we are? Well, are we? Twins is. Oh. oh not, Why is it not, not just blowing smoke? smoke? Well, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Knock on wood. You owe me a Coke, bro. Could we make it, that it, happen? It's possible. I mean, it's possible. Is it Dave, right? The owner? Dave? Dan. 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 I it keep, should be easy. Jesus. It's my name, Dan. I know, yeah, but I keep Dan. thinking it's Dave, but it's not da- Dave. Dan. I'm sorry, what brother. Dave, Dave looks sorry, like man. he enjoys beer, but not like he owns beer. <laughs> yeah, okay. I agree with that. So, 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 what day is it? It's Saturday, the 16th. The 16th. Saturday. Oh, okay. it's going to be Fall Fest at the 603 so Brewery. Yeah. So you can come by, see our tent there, get I, a cigar, say hi. I really gonna, hope it's not there. 45, raining and windy no, this yes, time. Right. Oh, if the weather, if the weather is bad, we're not doing it. If the weather's bad, we're going to set up inside this time. If the weather is bad, open the it'll be not just flowing smoke. If yeah, the right? good, it'll, it'll be, be twins. twins. All right. And then the following week at the, on the 23rd, it's the Manchester Beer Fest in Manchester, and we're going to have yes. a booth there too. So make sure you come by and see us. If you're going to either of those events, stop by, say hi. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's what's going on in September at the Twins. A lot of fun. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. That's nice. All right. What, what do you guys think of the cigar so far? I think it's brown. You know, Obviously. I get no. The the. It's got like this really creamy cedar with some nice baking spice to it. I know? dig it. I dig it. I dig it. The cedar spice definitely gets some nice wood character out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the get some. I don't know if it's just me. Get some really nice kind of the grittiness and out of it it's it's weird i guess it's gritty yeah what do you mean uh, uh probably just a lot of earth that's coming through now with now that it's progressing i'm about halfway mm-hmm. through and with the drink just gritty there's some there's some nice sweetness in there that i'm really enjoying um and it's 
it's really, really good. Now, full disclosure, obviously, I said this before. I had the Robusto, and the Robusto. What do you like better? This size, for sure. I mean, mm. this size utilizes all of the wrapper and binder and filler. Mm. Definitely to 100% utilizes it. I mean, the Robusto was good, but nothing this good. I mean, this by far is, I would probably have to say, the best size in the lineup. Mm. And, again, most lines are when they're in this size. Yeah, yep. It's a great size, and it's, you know, uh, dollars and donuts, this will be the size that moves the least. I know, which is crazy, but... But I the, mean, that's like, oh, well, yeah, everybody relates to the you, they're going to look at the price point because mm-hmm. these cigar, these cigars are not twelve dollars. They're not fifteen dollars. They're twenty dollars well, plus. That's, that's like, you know, but the price point, I don't know. I think the price point for the Vitola size like this helps just because of the fact that usually people that are willing to drop 20 bucks on a cigar care about the flavor. Of course they do. Mm. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they do care about the flavor, and we're going to have, as tobacconists, we're going to have to do some convincing to the people that come in Mm -hmm. and look at it and be like, well, why am I going to spend $20 on a skinny cigar when $22 I can get uh, 660 or the Churchill or, you know what I mean, the Robustos, what, 1950 or something like that? Like, Mm. we're, as tobacconists, we have to have the skill to be like, look, they're great. The other ones are great. But you want flavor. You want the most bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. And this is the one that you want. And right. granted, I only had the Robusto. I haven't had the 660. I haven't had the Churchill or the other sizes the and stuff like that. Right. The 655. Whatever. But I'm. this is going to be the no, one. 52. Uh, 6 by 52. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, you, you got your Toro or whatever. But I mean... The, this is the size that you're going to have to convince people. You're going to have to do a little work. You're going to have to be a little bit of a salesman. And you're going to have to do some convincing and let people well, now know. Now that we've had it, we know that it's what it is. I, Absolutely. I it'll be easier. All right. How about we do a little 724 flashback? Flashback. flashback. The uh, 724 flashback is a weekly segment highlighting historical events brought to you by 724 Cigars. Smoke a piece of history. Absolutely. And uh, on this day, 60 years ago to the day... You were born? That's uh, No, no, I was mm-hmm. not born yet. No, he was this goes born. back a little bit before my life started. Uh, August 28, 1963, Martin Luther King gave the I Have a Dream speech. Oh, that's big. At the uh, Lincoln Memorial. That's big. Uh, in Washington, D.C. That was the culmination of the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom, one of the largest... Uh, civil rights walks in history quarter of a million people were there yep and that so here you have one of the largest you know significant marches in american history followed by one of the most iconic speeches in american history too by martin luther king jr that would probably have to be i mean there's been some some serious speeches i mean JFK, yep. Martin Luther King, of course. I mean, what what other one could you hold up there, or would like you the, rank the up the there? The Emancipation Proclamation, Abraham yep. Lincoln's, that yeah. would be up there. That was. But yep. I th- I think I have a dream is is probably in my book. You know, it it's got to be it. Uh, it's definitely in the top five. Yeah. And I'd say it's in the top one or two. It's either one or two. Yeah. Yeah be interesting be really interesting to see as far as the internet is concerned the, mm. where that would be ranked i know there's some mm. really good speeches out there but it'd be really interesting where google or where you know yahoo or whatever ranks mm-hmm. that tip pit, that, that particular speech of martin luther king i thought it was interesting that 60th anniversary today mm-hmm. that speech wow. you know not just a day in history but uh, an important an important thing. And you know what's kind of funny? Is, I haven't been all over the news, mm. but I haven't seen anybody talk about it. Like, no, it hasn't come across my news feed that I. I mean, not that it's the greatest feed, you know, on my on you know, my laptop when the internet comes up. You know, I got news coming by. Yeah, you have. It's your not normally where I would go and look for news, 
but stuff goes by, and yeah. that was not mentioned at all. And I, I think that's no, they're I not going to mention bad. it. I mean, it's sad because they 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 should be mentioning it because mm-hmm. it's a it's an unbelievable speech and it's the turning the turning point of America as far as um, racism in America rights, and the yeah. civil rights and everything mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, <laughs> which is is sad, but Trump is getting indicted and he's got to go to court and he took that mug shot and and everything like that so every news outlet in the world is trying to cover that mm-hmm. which is crazy because well we can go we can go deep on it but i won't go there shot up and, and was selling shirts and mugs oh my and god and within less than like a few days he already raised 7.1 million dollars yeah from that website i mean it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if all that money is going to go to hawaii <laughs> so they actually get some money yeah, yeah. i mean uh, you know i mean when they announced some people that people don't think it's that important i mean when when they made the announcement that every family is going to receive a a, a whopping seven hundred dollars yeah. for Ooh. each family member wow. oh, not family member for each that's, family that's life for, in hawaii for aid for aid and it's like what they might be able to buy seven hundred dollars? They might be able to Thanks. buy a box of White Label Rocky Patels or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, well, no offense uh, to Rocky and the White Labels, they're good cigars. But I'm just saying, with any expenses, right? No, it doesn't. I mean, like that. I mean, hopefully, hopefully they kind of. What are those nuts in Hawaii? What the Hawaian <laughs> peanuts? What do they call the, the, the... the Hawaiian peanuts? Yeah, macadamia that? nuts. Macadamia nuts. Oh yeah, my god! Buy a bag Hawaiian peanuts. Yeah. Those <laughs> nuts in Hawaii. <laughs> All right. I was gonna say macanudo, but I, you know, that's not it. <laughs> oh my god, Dave, you're a gem, bro. <laughs> what? You're a gem. What are our final thoughts on the gunner? It's disgusting. By Red Anchor. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> you're it's no, really it's good. A good smoke. It's a good smoke. <laughs> it's, honestly, it's very truly good. honestly, it's a good smoke. It's a very, Creamy, it's got some really uh, nice, unique flavors in it. It's really, it's a really pleasant smoke. And again, the cigar totally corrected itself. Wingo Bongo. Perfect, perfect burn now. Um, the flavors have been on point. The mm. Burn's been uh, good. I love the 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 uh, oily sheen on the wrapper here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's it's great to hold. It feels good in the hand. Um, yeah. I love the way it, it feels in the mouth. And, and what uh, said. Yeah. It's, it's silky. It's silky smooth. It is. It's silky, it's silky smooth. smooth. Like scrappy cocoa. The, it's got the delicate flavors uh, to go with it. Rod's, Rod says that he's uh, amazed at how many $20 cigars there are being sold now. And I'm, I'm like... Rod, it's true. That doesn't count, Rod. You're in Canada where yeah. everything starts at $20. <laughs> I mean, it's true in a case where more and more of the market that I see, you know, going through the walk-in and, you know, looking at cigars and looking at cigars online, new stuff that's coming out. is more and more of the industry and more and more of the companies getting into that mm-hmm. that 15-plus range. I mean, you yeah. don't really want to see it, but, I mean... It is there. I mean, well, I it's, think it's 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 now and upon us. After talking to to Husto about you know production costs and yeah everything going, I mean, I, I think this is kind of where you're going to see more and more cigars going. Yeah, and the twenty dollar the the fifteen to twenty dollar cigar is I think in the next couple of years not going to be the luxury end. It's going to be more. This is this is just where it is yeah it's your your run of the mill it's going to be your run of the mill I cigar sure i mean I the really days hope. the days of of having you know five yeah. eight dollars cigars are slowly dwindling away i mean we still have some you Quickly know dwindling yeah i mean there's still some cigars that are coming out that are still you know seven eight nine dollars i mean aladino's most of aladino's profile or is, portfolio uh, is, right is around or under is 10. around eight nine dollars ten dollars yeah. i mean you're getting into the the 12 15 range when you're going to the curl reserves and the different sizes and stuff but i mean but wouldn't wouldn't you say the average the average like it Oh, definitely maybe the, the, maybe the mean, is over. the mean, the mean price of a cigar is somewhere between twelve and fourteen. That's what it is now. I mean, five, so six years ago, not really all that yeah, we're far spoiled off. with Aladino because they own everything they do. You know, mm-hmm. true. But even, even but even at owning that. everything, 
you know, he, he told me that his costs have gone up like 20%. And mm -hmm. you're going to see, he says, it's not just me. You're going to see cigars next year taking a big hike. Big jump. Because yeah. of costs. It's not, you know, I mean, just, I mean, even here, you see it in the price of gas. I mean, it yeah. went up. Just oh. the gas station across the street went up 30 cents in past two weeks. In the past two weeks. Yeah. You know? That's crazy. I mean, everything's going. It's another five up. bucks a gallon just to fill up your car. I'm not even filling up anymore. I'm just going no, half. Man. I'm just going half a tank. That's <laughs> it, man. I'm going half a tank, and yeah, then in, in my in my yeah. in my motorcycle, I'm filling up there because it's only it's only four gallons. So, mm. you know what I mean. I'm I could do it there, but you know yeah, what I mean. Was... The rain and everything, you you're getting killed, so you can't ride your motorcycle in the yeah. rain. Well, you can, but I don't want to. You know what I mean. So I don't know. It's mm. the whole thing with that is. It's inevitable. I mean, it's absolutely inevitable. There's no stopping it. I yeah. mean, new strains of COVID for everyone. Yeah. yeah. The can the Canadian version's coming. That's what they say. Canuck Corona. Yeah. <laughs> I can just All hear right. Trump saying that. I can just up. hear Rod rolling his eyes. Mm -hmm. Um. So now we're going to go to the pipe tobacco portion of the show, Steam and works. in a rare, uh, in a rare show of form. All three of us brought yeah. a tin. I usually bring a tin that everybody can share. This time, we all have it. That should tell you something. This came out just last week. Uh, it is a brand new small batch blend from Cornell and Deal, <clears throat> from the brain of uh, Jeremy Reeves. Jeremy Reeves, uh, who was just on the show a few weeks ago. And um, it says on the back of the tin, propelled by top-tier Old Belt Red Virginias, enhanced by two distinct steaming processes. This innovative small batch blend explores the deep natural sweetness of flu, <laughs> of flu cured leaf alongside genuine St. James Perique and rare 2005 Black Sea uh, uh, Sokum and other vintage Oriental grades, a whole new world of flavor awaits for discovery. And uh, there are six different kinds of Virginia in this blend. Hallelujah. And uh, two of them are um, steamed a very long period of time. That makes them black, makes the leaves black. Brings so the sugar look, content up, right? You, uh, yep, it can bring out the sugar content. And then four others are steamed for a less period of time and then there's unsteamed virginia in here as well as well as uh uh several different orientals which are very old and rare almost 20 years old apiece nice um, it's and a rod cut. did roll his eyes by the way yes thanks rod <laughs> we appreciate you so again this just came out um last week on the 22nd um what do you guys think it's I'm like thinking a, that you like it since all of you bought a tin yeah, and brought it to the show. It's a it's a fruit basket of love with a bit of spice. It's unbelievable. Spice and everything nice. I mean, the sweetness. It's complex. The sweetness mm. itself is complex. Mm -hmm. And then you get that nice spicy kick right at the end. It's it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. They get the little Orientals at the end too. Mm -hmm. That's nice. That's very. It's very. Yeah, the Orientals are always so good for the retro hail. Beautiful. Oh. It's kind of like smoking the American flag, baby. <laughs> smoking the American flag. That's what America is all you hear about. That, Jeremy? That's what America is all about. America. It's America in a bowl. Oh, America. my gosh. Guys, <laughs> yeah. mm. if you're watching, I love you, bud. Jeremy, I love you too, man. You're the man. I love you too, buddy. Wow. You make some great tobacco. So, um, or he makes tobacco great. The reason. Mm. You know, I had thought that last week we were going to do a show. I wasn't going to be on the show. I thought I was it was going to do a show, too. But apparently <laughs> the show did not happen because I was on vacation. That happened. And people well, The show each didn't other. happen because I said, hey, what are we doing? And nobody texted me until Nick called me on Monday morning when I had already <laughs> made plans. So, mm -hmm. I, you know. So Dave was obviously not looking to do the podcast. Every, no, everybody plans. had all weekend to get back to me. Nobody said anything, so... That was mm -hmm. it. He's right. Yes. He's he not is. wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I but, try. Uh, um, well, you got to do it. It's not hard. 
but I tried. <laughs> exactly. Let's see. Where can I leave a message where people probably won't look? Oh, oh let's put it on Slack. Slack. Let's put it on my work chat. Let's put it on Slack. We're all supposed to communicate. Where nobody. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Hi, bud. Yeah, and there you go. But I was on vacation, and um, it was the first vacation I've taken in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I had um, several days up in a little town in uh, Vermont. It was on a little pond. Three We're in a log cabin. It was great. It was, and uh, we were with some friends of ours, um, Amy and Tyler McGillicat. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a great, great time. And one of the best things that I was looking forward to about the whole time was where they're at, where the cabin is, there's no cell service. And there's, you might, if you walk out on the porch and hold your phone. Oh, you got to do one of those? One of the, you <laughs> might find a bar. You might. But there's no, and they have no Wi-Fi there. And that was a, an intentional thing that they did. They wanted to go and get away there. <clears throat> and I was looking forward to being unplugged for mm. three, four days. And... um it was, it was, and I was concerned because we brought our kids. Did you get to play Parcheesi? Nope. We didn't play any Parcheesi. Any board but games? We, we played, we, what we played was let's eat, let's drink beer, and let's smoke pipes and cigars. The girls did that? No, not the girls. Well, they did, they did their not thing and we did our thing. <laughs> That's Jesus. why I was shocked. But was like, it was, it was just so nice mm. to unplug and you didn't, you, you weren't at your house, so you couldn't be distracted by, oh, I, I need to do this, I need to do that. Mm -hmm. Nobody could call you. You couldn't call anybody. You couldn't do it. So you just got to relax. So who took care of your 5,000 animals? Well, two of the animals came with us. The One of uh, uh, my nieces took care of the cat and the birds that were left in the house. And that's that's it. So I, I don't have millions of animals. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I don't know. Every time I go over there, I feel like there's at least five birds, two cats, a dog or two, something. It changes all the time. There's two dogs, a cat, and two birds. And the birds are finches. They don't really do anything except stay finch. in the cage. Just finch. Nope. They just Very stay finch. in the cage. Hmm. But um, what do you guys, have, have you ever unplugged for three, four days at a time? Mm-hmm. Like, can you do that? I haven't done that in a while. Mm. I have not. I mean, the place, I, I mean, me and the wife, we haven't went up in about a year, two years now. Um, we usually go up to Vermont. We go to Manchester, Vermont. We do, we go, um, we do Land Rover Day. Mm -hmm. So we do an owner's day up there. And they, Land Rover puts on uh, afternoon where well not an afternoon it's a whole day thing mm -hmm. so you go in if you're an owner which i bought my wife a land rover a few years ago a few years ago so we go up you already pre-register so they just check your name and everything and you kind of get out there and get in line and you are surrounded by the green mountains mm -hmm. it is just amazing so mm -hmm. you get you they reserve or the property that they have is an old airstrip so you're out there with I mean, the last time we went up, we had, I think there was probably about 50, 50 or 60 Land Rovers of owners that were there. And it was just a good time. I mean, in the morning when you get there, you get in line, you get out for breakfast, and the whole day is off-roading. Then they get you, you know, you stop for lunch, and then they get you back for dinner and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. up there, I mean, it's very, very, very little of of reception up there so that's kind of like the closest that we've ever been to kind of unplugging because you can really you can barely get reception up there or whatnot so i mean mm -hmm. like that's the the last time and i mean it's refreshing i mean at first i thought it was going to be like oh i'm not going to be able to watch youtube or i'm not going to be able to go on and play games or whatever and you know my wife's going to be crazy because she can't go on tiktok or, or or facebook or whatever and i mean it was refreshing because it was more intimate time that we spent with each other mm -hmm. talking going sightseeing i mean in, Ver in manchester vermont they have the outlets there so we went shopping a little bit and just walking around the the restaurants and the nightlife and stuff like that that they have there and it's in the summertime it's very i mean 
it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so really, really nice. And, you know, everybody's really cool up there because most of the time everybody's on vacation up there. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's an awesome place to go. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time that was kind of unplugged. Mm-hmm. One of the places we went when we were up there, we, Littleton was about, Littleton, New Hampshire is about yep. 30 minutes from where we were. 30 minutes east. And um, <clears throat> we went to um, a candy shop up there i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but what makes it uh kind of the the stop is that it is in the guinness book of world records for holding the the world's longest candy counter no way and everything from penny candy Mm -hmm. to you know the old you know candies that you grew up with like yeah. the, the wax lips oh wow uh, stuff like that they had that and you know what fish. they you know what they had you know what they had i bought the last one what was it it was a box of bubblegum cigarettes oh yeah the nostalgia there the nostalgia, huh, baby big nostalgia there that was oh, that was big my god I actually i took a picture of the girls both you know blowing the sugar out of the cigarettes yeah you know, oh my that god that was that was awesome i mean what that was great time. when i was Growing up, I used to watch. I mean, now my mom doesn't smoke at all. But I mean, when I was when I was a kid, I mean, my God, she used to smoke in the car. She used to smoke in the house, and I mean, she used to smoke all the time, mm-hmm. everywhere. And when they had that at the dollar store, not the dollar store, but the corner store, mm-hmm. I used to get them for what fifty cents, seventy five cents back then when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And I used to get them and pretend that I'm smoking and pretend that, you know, we're cool. We see these guys in the movie smoking cigarettes and it, you, that would be the vibe. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that was just and then you would get to eat them after. And you're like, ah, <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's now, like that, we get the effect I, without the nicotine poisoning. You I know? do have to admit, you know, that is clear marketing to children. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's. That's a, I can totally understand that being a no-no, but I had to buy that back. Of course, I bought the last That's one, awesome. but they had they had everything there. Yeah. They had everything. They had they there were there were eight different kinds of chocolate-covered coffee beans. Wow! Wow! Eight different kinds. That's a lot. They had an M&M station, and there was literally twelve different colors of M&Ms. <laughs> Silver. Yeah, silver. That was the one that, yeah, all, they, had, they had M&Ms that were uh, caramel inside. Whoa. It was all, it was incredible stuff. And, you know, what's it, where it really got, uh, I don't know what the word to use, but weird. Like, not weird, but it was like, Creative. you know, what really kills you, though, is that you pay for the candy by the pound, mm-hmm. right? And so you can take whatever, you know, you want, put it in the bag, and you go up and my kids all take their stuff, and I bring it all up to the counter. It was a hundred bucks. Oh man! Like, oh, Ooh, that's whoa. a lot of candy. That's a that's a lot of money to spend on candy. You better eat all this candy. Oh, this ain't going God. bad. This better be gone. You know. <laughs> after after I yeah, right? you know my heart's you know went my heart rate back went back down after paying that bill. But you know we're on vacation. You're, yeah, you, you, you got to spend the money. You got to you got to do it. So we did it, and it was a it was a really really good time. And I think they just finished the candy the other. <laughs> I still have I still have some of the the coffee beans. That's what I got. I took samples of all those coffee beans. Of course you did. Of course I did. Man, I I remember I was uh, I was working. Speaking of coffee beans, I used to I had one night when I was doing security in Waltham. Mm-hmm. I used to do security at a. Um, the western um before the western got absorbed by i think the marriott or something like that the hilton and um i was doing security and this is back when i used to work over in plastow Mm -hmm. and maddie was getting he was getting cigars from um cafe 1901 so cafe 1901 is a cigar company and they also do cafe coffee Mm -hmm. so they sent maddie these espresso beans Mm -hmm. so maddie had them on this counter and he wasn't gonna have he wasn't gonna eat them or brew them or whatever so he gave them to me and i thought he said they were chocolate covered espresso beans so uh, one night it was probably like two three in the morning i was so tired and i'm like Mm -hmm. man i got no energy drinks i got no pre-workout with me i got nothing but i had the coffee in my car Mm -hmm. so i thought they were chocolate covered 
espresso beans. So I went in and grabbed a handful of espresso beans and just started eating them. I ate like half a bag of, of one pound <laughs> espresso beans and they were not chocolate covered. <laughs> they were just, they espresso, were just beans? espresso beans. Oh my God. I was up for probably 48 hours and I was doing <laughs> overnights. So I did that overnight shift. I went home, couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. just couldn't sleep, just worked out. Couldn't sleep that whole day. Went back to work that night and mm-hmm. still had energy to do an eight-hour shift there mm-hmm. at night. I was I was gone. Wired for sound. Oh, I was wired for sound. I was wired for to hear Nikola Tesla's <laughs> fucking experiments, bro. I mean, it was crazy. I'll never do that again. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was my experience with raw coffee beans mm-hmm. at one point in time in my life. Mm-hmm. What do you Is think? Is that of the- why you don't like coffee? No, I drank myself to the point when i was younger so when i was living at the beach when i was younger seven eight years old maybe younger my great i was so addicted to coffee well my great grandmother (laughs) my great grandmother used to brew coffee and everybody you know when we used to live at the beach and this was before the internet and, and phones and everything like that so when i was young all it was was we go out and play in the sand or we sit down and watch movies while the adults eat drink and play cards mm-hmm. so my yeah, great grandmother yeah. yeah my great grandmother used to yeah. just brew coffee and my mother used to do coffee with kalua and and they all used to do the adult things and stuff so i wanted to be an adult so bad she used to give me a little shot glass full of coffee but i thought the coffee was just so nasty i used to put like four teaspoons of sugar in a shot glass of coffee (laughs) and i used to drink that all the time all the time for years and then all of a sudden i was just like nope i'm like i'm i don't want to do it any i don't want that anymore like my body completely rejected it. every time i drank it i shit my brains out and it's nasty so i was just like nope I'm done with it. So I haven't drank coffee since then. Like, I'll have a taste of my wife's coffee in the morning when I brew it and for her and everything. But other than that, I will not have a full cup of coffee. I just, just don't want just no. Well, we know you're a whiskey guy. I'm, what do you think of this pipe tobacco and the Yellowstone single malt? Well, I think it's... I thought the pipe tobacco did a lot to the whiskey. Yeah. I'm not sure how much the whiskey did for the pipe tobacco. But well, it changed it it changed the whiskey if you smoke the glass in a big positive way. Mhm. It's like bursting the flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like bam. I mean, it kind of calms down it it calms the 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 whiskey from from when I was smoking with the the cigar with the whiskey or with the single malt, I should say. It had that interesting bite at the end, and it had the long finish. Now, with the pipe tobacco, it doesn't have that bite. It just has the long finish, mm-hmm. and it is just very complex. Mm-hmm. You still get the sweetness. You still get the the kind of the or I was gonna say Orientals get the Orientals from the tobacco, but you still get that almost that floral note in that mm-hmm. in that whiskey, and then the tobacco kind of complements everything that you're getting there, and it's just. Yeah, pretty I think, spectacular. I think the whiskey brings out the floral notes and the tobacco. Yeah, and it really made this kind of caramely sweetness mm. with the whiskey, and it was just really, and it did. It took it took away some of the bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting how that interacted. Oh yeah. Ways. Mm. And that's Dave. That's why I love doing the show when it's kind of like almost a blind pairing that we don't know what we're. T- drinking and don't get me wrong i mean we have over 150 different alcohols to choose from up here and and, and kurt if you're watching we thank you very much for hosting the show and allowing us to drink your alcohol we appreciate that greatly Mm -hmm. i do especially um but i mean it's nice to do a blind pairing like Mm -hmm. that because then you have to put your taste buds in the overdrive and you have to really kind of you know, kind of pick and choose and see what works and what mm-hmm. doesn't. And I love that. And you, we need more of that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's boring when you have something that you kind of know what it is. And because you're already anticipating that. It's right. like, for me, how I how I look at that is like anticipating your shots and in, 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 in when you go to the range. And it's like, 
all right, you already kind of know what's going on, but when you're surprised by a shot, it you you become a a better um, a better shooter. Just like in this, when you don't know and everything's it surprises you, you become a better tobacconist. Your palate becomes better mm-hmm. because you have to rely on it and you have to be like, okay, well, it's not what I was expecting, and you got to focus no, on it a little bit true. more. Experience is the best teacher. There you go. Yep. Bye, Ron. As you well know, Dave. <laughs> yep. Yep. I know more of what not to do than what to do. Absolutely. True. I'm, I'm there with you, true. brother. That's probably true with most of us. Absolutely. Mm. Well, this tobacco is very complex. It's got a nice depth of flavor. Mm. Um, it's amazing how those steamed uh, Virginias, whether the, the the ones that are steamed longer, the ones that are steamed shorter, the unsteamed Virginias, they all add to this complexity and then mm. you're throwing a little of that perique and the, the little spice from the uh, orientals like, there and you got something really really unique. awesome mm-hmm. absolutely awesome yep so that you know i was all sad there was no caroline red flake this year mm-hmm. this I, I mean a, i won't even call it a substitute this is just amazing it is. I'm so well, happy. And, and you shouldn't call it a substitute. I mean, no. Carolina Red Flake, what makes Carolina... Red Flake is like the single malt of Virginia to... Of, of Virginia blend. It's not a blend No, this of is a, Virginia. This is a it's blend. Red Virginia yeah. from the Car- North, from North Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah. Boom. That's you it, know, yeah. That's what it is. It's, it's you know... Um, so, it, it, and it, it shouldn't... Maybe you wouldn't think it would work, but it works. And... The whiskey here, you know, is a great compliment to this. But it, that kind of depth of flavor yeah, and those strong Virginia notes, they're definitely there. For sure. You know, but uh, yeah, oh, I don't, I don't, I, 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 but I think it's good to let some of these sought after, you know, like the Carolina Red Flake, you know, sit for a while, mm-hmm. you know, because otherwise if, if they're coming out all the time. No, I agree, but still, you know, it 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 stinks when you don't have any, you know. And I mean, we have tons it. of it it's downstairs. A, it's a good thing you work at Twins Day. Right? I know. I no, mean, not Carolina Red Plate. What? We don't have any Carolina Red Plate. You know? I'm saying I don't have any, and that's that's why I'm like I want some Virginia man, and then he's like, oh, we're coming out with Steamworks, and I'm like, oh yeah. I'm pretty sure you didn't say that. Pretty sure you're like, where's the Red Flake? I did. Where's the Red Flake? I don't want Steamworks. I want Red Flake. I didn't say I didn't want Steamworks. (laughs) I said, where's where's, where's my Virginia? I need more Virginia in my life. Where is it coming? Oh, I I have news for you, Dave. I mean, variety is a spice of life. And he said, know your role, Dave. Shut up. Here's Steamworks. And I'm like, oh. There you go. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's damn good. I mean. Mm -hmm. I love being wrong. I mean, Jeremy could probably cut off his beard, mix it with some tobaccos, and ship it out, and you can, he can name it Remnants of Jeremy, and, and still be damn good. Beard works. Beard works, and yeah. still be delicious. I mean... You'd probably burn quick, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He had a pretty thick beard. I think that would burn kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so, you got any other questions in there, no that's, that's basically it we're we're pretty much at, at the time for tonight sweet i got i got something what do you want to share you got three minutes would you rather mm-hmm. and this may be kind of uh a no-brainer but would you rather take a vacation in the caribbean or would you take a vacation in the middle of nowhere, in a cabin, completely disconnected, like kind of like Danny, completely disconnected from the world, in a house or a log cabin on a lake. What I mean, you can have whatever you get a boat with the dock and the fishing rods and whatever. Mm. In a situation like that, now would you rather? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, I might actually just say the Caribbean because I've never been there. And I've been to a log cabin that's, you know, isolated. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I would do the thing I haven't done. However, if it was, like, the only place I could ever vacation again, I would definitely pick the, the cabin. Danny boy. 
No, you've lived in the Bahamas, right? No, I've lived in Florida. Florida. And so I, you know, I, that's as close as I've gotten to the Caribbean. My wife was born there. She grew up in on uh, Saint Croix. Saint Croix. That's yeah. right. Um. Well, that's farther south than yes. Bermuda. Yes. Um. If I were going to vacation somewhere, you know, this this vacation in Vermont was so damn perfect. I would go back. I would I would pick the cabin. You'd pick the cabin. I'd pick the cabin. Now, where am I going to retire? It's the crew. That's yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, uh, I can't. I don't think I can give up New England life, man. I just. But I you say it. that. But you've never been to Puerto Rico or Dominican Republic or any of the no, any of the islands. No, it has to do with the fact that I don't want to be in shorts when it's Christmas time. Have you ever spent Christmas? See, you've never Palm been. Trees I've been in look Puerto very Rico. Phallic in huh. Christmas time. Okay, I've been, I'm all set. I don't know, man, because I've been in Puerto Rico in December, and it is it's a interesting it's an interesting scene. I don't want to see Santa Claus in a bikini. I don't want to see it. I don't want no. well, Santa Claus depends. does not show up in a bikini. No. Uh, it's not anywhere. Poor Bassett's going to be Not sweaters. anywhere down there. It'd be, nope, I'm it'd, all be, set. it'd be tan. But let me tell you, when you can be walking on the beach on Christmas morning, and you go, hmm, this ain't so bad. I'd rather be walking no, on the frozen not. lake it's, smoking it's, a pipe. It's actually good. I mean, you can. I can smoke my pipe on the beach in yeah. Florida. For oh. sure. Mm hmm. I mean, for me, it, uh, for Come me, back, it's a, have a nice hot cup of cocoa. It's, it's apple pie. Oh, as nice as as nice as a cabin in the woods, on a lake. And I mean, you can show me all the screensavers that you want. I mean, as nice and as beautiful as that. And again, I would love to vacation to any of those spots anywhere in mm -hmm. Colorado or out in Washington or, you know, wherever, you know, uh, Vermont, Maine you know, way up in New Hampshire, whatever, you know, as nice as those places would be or are for me, my love and my heart is always going to be in Puerto Rico. I mean, it's just, I've experienced so much down there. It's just, it's just beautiful. I mean, if I could get a smoke shop down there, if I could build well, one, see, but that's, this, is, this is different. This is, vacation. this is a vacation. Vacation. You're talking about retiring. Now I already said if I retire, retire it's down there. there. For if I'm vacationing <laughs> right now, I'll go unplug in the woods. But if I want to be long term somewhere, yeah, I'm with you, man. South, I'll go. I'll open a shop with you. Yeah, we'll baby. Open Twin South. I mean, right on, right on. I mean, Twins, the Puerto Rico experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, for one, I mean they have what's what's Spanish for twins. Um, medio. Dos. That's two. Dos. I mean, that's two. I mean, Dos. Still two. It's I. I Dulce El Cancer. No, I'm wrong. What? What the hell did you just say? He doesn't know what he said. You said Dulce El Cancer. <laughs> Sweet cancer. Like what? <laughs> I mean, Puerto Rico has one of the best golf courses in the world. They play a PGA, a PGA tour down there. I mean, that's where I would set up. That's the number one place that I would want to go. They have the cigar house in Old San Juan, but I mean, what about they really New San Juan. They what? No, they don't have anything like that. But I mean, the golf course. You have tourists going there year round. If it's God forbid, if it's getting you know not getting hit by a, a hurricane or anything, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. But, but I mean that's I mean as far as cigars go, I mean what I think in my mind the perfect place would be next to next to or on the golf course. Mm -hmm. That would be the place because you have everybody coming from the states that plays golf and everybody plays golf and smokes cigars and drinks. You know what blows my mind? What? Blows your mind. Blows my mind that if you just go south of the equator, your January is your summertime. Well, that, if that you go my mind. to the equator or south of the equator, your summertime is year round. Well, I'm just saying like so like if you go, you know, South America, you know, when we're in January, freezing our tatas off. That's their summer. 
So I mean, it's not. I mean, that's crazy. Well, no, it's so. So in Puerto Rico, we went. So a couple of years ago, me and my wife went down to Puerto Rico, in in December, mid December, um, and I mean, they treat it like we treat summertime here. Mm-hmm. Like in the summertime, the beaches are packed. You know, the vendors are out. You know, it's party time. And if you go, when wait. When I say December to you, what do you think about? Well, I've lived up here all my life. Well, that's what I so mean. So that's what so I like mean. If you, if you talk so to that's someone what I'm who grew up in, in like the southern hemisphere, right? you know, you say you say December to them, they think summer, like instantly. And I just well, of could course. never. I could, I, it's so hard for me to understand like someone hearing the word December and feeling warm. Well, that's what you it is. What I mean, well, I mean like, like people I that live, like people that live, like Even when the we word went December, you know, it just sounds cold. Well, you know what I mean? When we went down in December, I mean, it was kind of business as usual in most places. But I mean, the beaches, I mean, when you go on the beach in December or even November for that matter, I mean, there's nobody on the beaches because. It's not summertime because the schools ain't out. Everybody's got jobs. Everybody still has to go to work. So, I mean, it's business as usual, just like it is up here. And just like up here, if you go to the beach in December or you go to the beach in November or anything like that, there's not going to be anybody there. So, it's you still get that same feeling, but for us, New England yeah, is... you're talking about the equator. I'm talking about, like, if you took New England and you go to the bottom hemisphere, that means, like, when, when we're having our summertime, they're yeah. having their winter. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you the the you got two halves of the the earth and it's tilted, dude, which is the reason why we have seasons in the first place. So when we have our 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 when the northern hemisphere has the summer, the southern hemisphere is having their winter. So it snows down there and everything. Yeah, that's winter. Are you sure about that? Yes, it's called physics, bro. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. So, like, if you if you went down to like you know the middle of of South America, in 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 December, it's summer. Or like if you went to Australia, it's it's their our our winter is their summer, because the Earth is tilted and it's getting more light. That's how it is, and that that blows my mind. That like people grow up thinking of December as a summer month. That blows my mind. Okay. Okay. And that's just not drawing. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for being with us tonight. <laughs> the not more you know. Oh, we don't know if Dave was blowing smoke or not, but I'm sure there are people. We're going to have to look this up later. Right, he was. Uh, we'll be back next Monday at 8 o'clock. Thanks for being with us. Make sure you try one of those Red Anchor Gunners or this uh, Steamworks Pipe Tobacco. Both of them are fantastic. We'll see you next week. Stay smoky, my friends. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at NotJustBlowingSmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke.